0: In the precious name of Jesus, we just give you praise and exalt your name for your sons and daughters that have gathered here, but also, Lord God, that are gathering throughout the world to hear your message. We thank you, Lord, that any heaviness, any obstacles will be removed right now in your precious name. We pray, Lord, that we would only receive the seed from the Holy Spirit, so that in these hours and in these days we can move forward in what you have called us to move forward in. So that everything that we speak, let it praise your name. And That everything that we do, let it just proclaim your name. Lord, we just thank you right now for those bodies that are being touched and even being healed right now. You know the desires of the hearts of your children, Lord. You know their needs before they ask. You know their fires, Lord God, and those trials that they may be in now, but you are their answer. So we give you praise and glory now, in this hour, and always, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I have a a word for you today. Um, We are all concerned with purpose and plan. Purpose and plan. God, what is your purpose for my life? And what is your plan for my life? And how do I accomplish that with everything that's going on in my life? All those fires and trials and sometimes even lacks that we have uh, in, in our lives and in our families. So as I was studying the word of God, the Holy Spirit said this. I'm going to be talking to a very select group of people. Those that are here, those that are watching. God loves everyone. Uh, but we're, we're only talking to, we're going to look at Psalm uh, verse five, uh, chapter 5 verse 12, but there's a word in here that is connected to you that are here. We have to understand. Remember, the word is living and the word is active. And in order for me to participate in that activity, I need to understand that word. What is God saying through his word? Uh, It's not a memorization effort. It's not how much, how much can I accumulate? It's, that precious seed that's, that's in my life right now. God, what are you speaking to me specifically? So Psalm chapter five, verse 12 says this. For you, O Lord, bless the righteous man, the one who is right standing with you. Now, I, I love the Amplified, so that's what I'm reading out of. You surround him with favor as with a shield. So as I was studying the scripture, the Holy Spirit said, look, I'm, I want you to focus this, this message. I'm speaking to the righteous, okay? Uh, but in the Amplified, what is the righteous? The righteous is defined as the one that is right standing with Him. So those that have committed, those that have chosen, those that deny their flesh, those that are just doing the best they can, those are the righteous. You don't have to be perfect. He didn't say perfect. He said the righteous. The righteous are those that are are moving forward in that stream. Why is that important? And there's a word in here that's really important, and that's the word favor. There is favor upon your life for a very specific reason. The Hebraic word for that definition, the root word for favor? comes from the word that leans towards accomplishing. The reason God's favor is upon you is so that you can accomplish what others cannot accomplish. You see, you were chosen to do something very specific, and He wants you to accomplish that completely. So He puts His favor upon you. So His favor is upon you to accomplish something. Now, the enemy comes in, the left and the right, and he comes in, he uses distraction so that you cannot accomplish, the favor is still there. God doesn't remove his favor from you because he's still talking about the righteous. He is talking about people that he has placed in very specific arenas, and those are called marketplace apostles. You are a marketplace place, apostle but pastor Rick I was called an evangelist pastor Rick I, I i was just a minister i just finished a little school and I, i'm just a minister well, we're going to take a look at this we're we're not talking about the apostle mantle but we're kind of talking about the apostle mantle, is god's putting you in a place so that you can accomplish what others could not accomplish he has pulled you out of an, uh, of one location one arena and he has placed you and if not he is currently in the process of placing you into a place, into that marketplace arena, whatever that happens to be for a very specific reason, and that is victory. God wants victory. In the arena, in the life that we're living right now, with that secular wall that is pushing up, God is not using a trumpet to blow down the Jericho wall, but he's using marketplace apostles, and we'll define that later on, what exactly that means. He is putting those individuals into places, into uh, upon platforms. And these are not the qualified people. These are the people you're going to say, well, how did you get here? I've been doing this a lot longer than you. I went to school for this. You look at all the degrees behind me. Look at all the experience. I have. How did you get here before me? Well, apostles don't need, that That ambassador doesn't need permission. The ambassador just flows. And who is he talking to? He's talking about the righteous. Those that have agreed to the doctrine, those that are not easily indoctrinated, those that have built, allow that shield around themselves to to remain. They're not easily influenced. In fact, they are not influenced. Those are the influencers. The uh, marketplace apostles walk into places and they make the ripples in the room, in the water. It's their voices that are heard. They're not the loudest voice. Sometimes they're the still small voice. But they're still sent to a place... To 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 bring in some sort of an idea, some sort of a business, some sort of a victory or an encouragement into an arena that right now is under that's under attack. So he's not using the the the, the, the let's just say the more skilled uh, Daniel. He was the least skilled, but yet he used him in the most cataclysmic way possible and he did shift, Daniel wasn't expecting this. It's as if Daniel woke up one day and found himself, what? Where am I? Right before I went to bed, it was like one thing, now I'm waking up and here I am before the giants of industry, before the, the political arena. I'm a shifter. I'm a shaker. I'm the one that was doing this. Now, he didn't go to school for this, but God, there was a favor upon his life in order for him. God, and all, he, all he needed to do was come into the place of, I just Love you, God. I just want you to do with me whatever you want to do with me. I'll go along. I'll I'll, I'll put everything down. Even though people are not going to like what you have to say, even though they they're, they're going to cringe at the things that you might that you might pray for or the, how public you are with your faith. But I got to tell you something: marketplace apostles are those movers and shakers that everybody wants to be. A lot of people go to school to be that shaker in industry, but they never accomplish it because they're trying to push against the secular giant. A lot of people have been very successful in the secular giant, in the secular arena, but this is not what God is doing. If you want to be a part of this, we're going to, we're going to go through There's some things in here. I mean, I get excited about this because I see myself, I see that. I and mean, God, you know what? You have me speak this, but this is for me too. I'm grabbing onto the word because I want a piece. I want a piece of this kingdom action. Because things are shifting right now, and unless you, unless we just treat it like a normal thing, okay, Pastor Rick, a great word, and then okay, it was a great word, and we'd go home and nothing changed. But this is a changing, a changing understanding, this thing is, is commanding change within us. You just said it this morning, uh, sometimes we don't want to change. Well, then I can't be a leader, an industry leader, if I don't change. Most of my friends are working eight-hour days. But in order to be an industry leader, you're going to have to work 16 hours a day. Yeah. You might have to work 20 hours a day. You want to be the top of your of the industry, the top of, of the worship. You don't, you don't worship one one hour a day or five minutes a day. You worship hours. You, 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 want to, you want to understand the word of God. You don't just sit there for a few minutes and read a small little devotion. If you really want to get you, you wanna be an industry leader in that kingdom aspect, you're putting in hours. you're dedicating your life, you're not like everybody else, we're not like everybody else, he loves us, so I'm no better than everybody else, but I am focused, this is our focus, if we want to be treated differently, we're going to have to start making some sound with our steps, with our direction, and with our presence, otherwise we're going to be sucked up into this vortex. Yes, God called you to be a marketplace apostle, but you gotta understand, sometimes a tornado enters enters into a a cornfield and sucks things all over the place. It just comes in and it rips havoc, but he wants you to enter into the marketplace with one thing on your mind, one thing on your heart, and that is to be that apostle, to be that ambassador that God has called you to be, and don't shy away in this hour right now Do not shy away from what God has placed on your heart to speak to those. you got a lot of friends that don't like the name Jesus. you got a lot of friends that that are in the industries, whatever those industries are. But i got to tell you, if you don't speak, you are not getting into that marketplace. Because that apostle has got to open his mouth. You'll be like everybody else. You'll be like every other church. A lot of people don't want to hear specific things like this because it's going to call me, I don't like doing that. I don't want to be the center of action. Okay? To the left, you know what I say, okay, go to the next, okay, I, give, me, give me in front of somebody who wants to make a sound and who wants to be in the presence of, of that manifestation, the righteous. The unrighteous, those that are sedentary, I'm not going to say the unrighteous, those that are in the middle, you know what, how God feels about the that space between hot and cold. We understand what he thinks about the sheep and the goats, he's constantly separating them. There isn't something in between the sheep and the goat. There's only those people that are sheep, and sheep are sold out. They are are on fire for God. Those are the people, those are the apostles, let's just say, that he's going to use in the marketplace for a very specific reason, and that reason is to cause a change, a shift in what is right now pushing up against the door, pushing up against that line in the sand that is trying to pull you into that place, to agree with it. And the apostles don't agree with anything. They only agree with one thing, that Jesus rose from the dead. Period. Done. And they go into different places and in different arenas, biblically different lands and cities, and that amount turns, it's an exponential result. There is profit, kingdom profit. There is natural profit. We just see the activity. What do the apostles do? The 70 went out, and the 70 went Multiply business plan of the of, of the present and of the future. It is it is productivity. If you have a ministry and you're not reaching further out than the than than, a, than two or three blocks into other countries, into other nations, then we're not really fulfilling the apostolic calling. We're not really using everything that God's given us. No, the marketplace extends worldwide. It's a global affair. It's a global environment. We are as Christians, believers. Are called to a global uh, engagement, not just local engagement. It's great to have local, but God did He created this for something. He created uh, social media, and every people got different different perspectives. But I'll tell you what that takes me. That takes the word of God to the tip of Afghanistan. Okay, it, it takes me into Vienna. It takes us right now uh, into different parts of of Asia and different parts of Africa. And without that, what we're gonna do? We're gonna hop on an airplane? No. It, we're here for a reason, because God has now taken the marketplace and He's put it right into your lap. You've all got a cell phone. There's the marketplace. You've all got an iPad or a Mac or whatever. Okay, you've got the marketplace there. So now that one aspect has already been taken care of. Now how, how do you merge the apostolic into that? How do you merge your faith into that to increase it exponentially? Because there is favor that is going to come to those that know how to manage what God has given them. See, God is a God of increase. He's not a God of decrease. And He, what He does is He takes those that He has poured resources in, and if you are a manager, here's the principle of God, if you manage the small things, God will increase you in greater things. That's the marketplace. As we start to dwindle away from that, then all of a sudden I find out that my resources are limited. Why? Because I've not been managing for a greater greater output. So God wants you to know right now, through this word right here, that that favor is there for a reason, and it is not just for increase. Increase is the manifestation. What's left over is the manifestation of your right standing with God. Because you prayed. Uh, Maybe you've been called to fast. Uh, maybe you've been called to serve, serve the poor, whatever whatever that is, however that represents. Maybe you've spent hours of intercession, whatever that is, that's who he's speaking to right now. Uh, so, a few revel- pieces of revelation that the Lord gave me about marketplace uh, apostles. Uh, we're we're going to take a look at what that definition of apostle is first, because I think a lot of people have this. There's a lot of a lot of things out there about the apostle, okay? And we're going to take a look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. And this is the the, the five-fold ministry. This is where we get, where we study and we say, okay, God, how have you arranged uh, your church, your your physical church? And so he says, he himself appointed some as apostles, some as prophets, uh, some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers to fully equip and to perfect the works of service to build up the body of Christ. Notice how he did not say it's to build up your ministry. He did not say it is to build up your name.com. Okay? It's not Rick but Pastor Rick Ministries. No, it is the ministry, it is the word of God. First and foremost. But God being so awesome and amazing, he knows the human condition. And so he has to put in some some elevated steps. He puts some things in there because he's teaching us how to submit. You you go to a classroom, you are taking a class, you submit to your teacher. If you don't submit to your teacher, then you're a rogue student and you will never learn anything. So you submit to your teacher, he teaches you, you take a test and you pass it. Now you get to that next level, you might have a different teacher. That's what we're talking about here. But I want to focus on the definition from the, uh, from the uh, Amplified, and this is how the Amplified reads. He himself appointed some as apostles. What are apostles? Apostles are special messengers and representatives. This room right here has, has special messengers and representatives. Some as prophets. Who's a prophet? Those that speak a new message from God to the people. Not an old message. A prophet doesn't speak an old message. And a prophet doesn't regurgitate a message. He speaks a new message. To the people, uh, evangelists; uh, those are uh, who spread the gospel, of the good news of salvation, and some as pastors and teachers, very closely knit together to shepherd and guide and instruct. So we look at the apostles. You're in the marketplace right now. You've all got special uh, interests. You all have special giftings. God gave you some giftings. What are your giftings? Some of you are uh, uh, in the entertainment industry. Others are in the financial industry. Uh, Others are in the ministry ministry. Uh, There's a lot of different giftings that are here and those that are watching right now. But you are still a special messenger, a special representative, very close to the Greek understanding of the word ambassador. Ambassador is the word hinge. So if you look at the door, it's got a hinge. It has two hinges on it. And the reason it has a hinge is because it's supposed to keep the door shut or it's supposed to keep it open. But it only has two positions. One where it's shut and one where it's open. Always returning to one or another, and that is the ambassador position. Always returning back to home base to get what God has for him or what God has for her so that they can move forward. The apostle is the one that is sent out. Maybe God sent you into the place that you're in right now to do what he has called you to do. Maybe we don't know what that is yet because we're trying to figure, figure that out. I'm going to give you some biblical business ambassadors. We had Paul... Paul was a tent maker. He made money from making tents. He had a business. He had, he had clients. Uh, some clients probably wanted a small tent. Uh, other clients, maybe they wanted a larger tent. Maybe they wanted a tent for their storage or whatever it is. But Paul had clients who was obviously making them for someone. Then you have Joseph and Daniel. Both of them were administrators. God had given them the talent and the gifting to administrate not Not what they wanted to administrate, but what God wanted them to administer. And then you have Nehemiah. Well, Nehemiah was the architect. He was a a builder. He was a contractor. So he was in the market. He He was a marketplace apostle. God used them very specifically so that they could increase God's presence, the kingdom presence here on earth. They benefited from it. It doesn't say that any of them went out. of business. There isn't any reference to anybody that God ever worked with that said, oh, they had to, they had to have a fire sale because they, they, uh, you know, they didn't do so well. No, because the favor of God was so that was upon them, like it is upon you, so that you can accomplish what God has called you to accomplish. In Ephesians chapter four, verse sixteen, the Amplified Bible says this: From from Him, the whole body, the church, and all its various parts. Joined and knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies when each part is working properly huh, I always focus on that because there's going to be some times when not all the parts are working together Sometimes you got parts pulling apart. The goal is that God wants all the parts all the body to work together causes the body to grow so Um, When all the parts are not working together You no longer have unity You have disunity And so then that means you've got stagnation And in stagnation there is nothing fresh Which also translates into revelation That means the body is stagnant If the body is stagnant The body can't learn If the body can't learn The revelator is not present That means the Holy Ghost is not present He wants to come in He wants to give revelation But the disunity within the body of Christ Doesn't make it possible We can go through all the motions, we can jump up and down, we can say glory, hallelujah, praise your brother and sister, but I will tell you at the end of the day, we will go home and there will be no revelation because Holy Spirit is not present or He has not been recognized. So the, the, the Word is teaching us, if we want to grow, and mind you, the marketplace apostle is only concerned with growth. He or she are only concerned with growth. They don't see loss. They don't consider the possibility of loss because they know who their God is. They know who put them in that place. And so they trust Him. They may not see it or understand it. They may not have a spreadsheet. That's okay. God has the plan. You are just the instrument. You are the vessel. Allow God to use the vessel and watch what He will increase in your life. Causes the body to grow and mature. Building itself up. Now the regular, the New King James says, building itself up in love. The Amplified kind of narrows it down and says, building itself up in unselfish love. You know, it's not all about me, sometimes it's about you. Actually, it should always be about you, because later on we're going to see that a marketplace apostle is not concerned with himself or herself. A marketplace apostle is concerned with those that God has placed in their lives. The marketplace apostle is concerned about mentorship. The marketplace apostle is concerned about discipleship. Because those that he or she will mentor or disciple or train will go back out into the marketplace and they will duplicate themselves and the market gets infiltrated by the product. God wants the marketplace to be apostolized. He wants it to be filled up. I just made up that word. He wants it He wants it to be inundated with people just like you. Those that are concerned with you. You know, that servant heart. You, know, you can't serve unless you... You, know, you can't love unless you, you know how to serve. You can't love God unless you know how to serve your fellow brother and sister. You kind of have to learn that first. Jesus came not to be served, but Jesus came to serve, a yeah. perfect example. So, and, and you know, a lot of the times we spend our life like this, but God wants us to turn that around. He wants us to turn that around and then raise our hands, raise our hands to heaven in worship and in praising instead of waiting for something to come to be. Marketplace apostles don't wait. Marketplace apostles, they're passionate about building and they're, they're concerned about structure and about carving things out of paths. <laughs> Sometimes if the path doesn't look like it's possible, they wait. The Marketplace Apostle is not concerned about, uh, about finances because they believe God is the, their financial uh, resource. But what they are concerned about is they are concerned about those that God has entrusted to them so that they can train them in the right way. In other words, you always want, the Marketplace Apostle is always concerned about the individual, the student, doing better than he or she. So you pour in and some will accept it and others won't, okay, but you're only focusing on the student. The student is the one that can be led, and the student is the one that can be taught, and then the student's going to go out and he's going to do the same thing. The marketplace apostle is focused on the newness of the present and not interested in trends. They're not interested about the past. When the world says, "Okay, well you can't get into the business unless you know the market, the, the, the trend of your product," no, you don't. All we got to do is read the word of God. If you read the word of God, you know evil loses, the light wins. All we have to know is that I want to be in the light. All we have to know is that God has called you to be a, an apostle in the marketplace, and that is an industry leader. But the body of Christ sometimes gets really happy with just being, just sitting, just kind of getting lost in the larger, a larger grouping of people, and maybe the person next to me will respond to that call. No, that calls upon you. That, 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 as soon as you said, Jesus, you're my Lord and my Savior... Okay, and you hear me say this all the time, but I don't, I still get questions about that. We, we accept him as Savior, and we love that, that's easy. Jesus died for me, he rose from the dead, done, it's over with. But then we kind of kind of forget about Lord, Lord is the commander, Lord is the one that tells me what to do. And that's when we go to the very first scripture, those are the righteous, the righteous listen to the Lord. When the Lord says stop, the righteous stop. When the Lord says go and pick up your tent and, and pack it and move to the next house, they don't say, well, I don't want to because I'm comfortable here on my couch. They say, yes, Lord, here I am, send me, I'll go. So the commander is, is that respect, uh, that, that part of the, the, apostol, the Apostle, that Apostolic calling where he or she only speak and only listen to God. They are gifted as leaders, and organizers and administrators, that's, the, that's everybody here. You're all gifted as leaders. You're all gifted as organizers. Well, Pastor Rick, you should see my garage. That's not what he's talking about. <laughs> you see my closet. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about organizers here in your head, in your heart. Those things that you go, okay, I'm excited about doing this for the kingdom of God. I can't wait. These are the things that i always wanted to do. I don't have anything. Yes, you do. You've got all the resources that you have. It's right here. It's in the word of God. You have all the resources. You have to trust him. You have to trust him, and you have to have faith in him that he is going to provide for you. You know, faith—that that's that—not the faith that I'm, I'm a Christian. That's my faith. No, I'm talking about faith. That's different. I'm talking about uh, uh, pistos. I'm talking about the, that 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 thing that's in here. Can't see it. That character, that nature that rises up. Because I just trust in, believe in, and adhere to. I've got confidence that God is God, Jesus is Jesus. I don't need to be convinced. I already know. That's the faith. That's what causes us to move to that next level in the apostolic calling. Not just You're not just a pastor. You're not just a minister. You're not just an evangelist. You are an apostle of, of the gospel because you're a representative. That's what the word says. You may not have the mantle yet. But we're going to talk about mantles. You may not have that yet, but you want to move in that direction. That's your goal. They don't have to call you apostle. They don't have to call you anything. You may go to places that they may not recognize that title, or they may cringe at that title, but God, the apostle, knows that when he goes into the battlefield, he knows the exact weapon to take. He or she knows that when they go into the boardroom, they they know when to speak, and they know when to not. And they know exactly who the target is, who God is trying to reach, because they know the Holy Ghost. Because they're in the Word, they know the Word, but they don't flaunt the Word. But what they do do is they live the Word. And when they live the word, that is good as just hitting somebody upside with the chapter and verse, because I'm going to tell you, when they're in their fire, when they're in their turmoil, and it's been heated up ten times, seven times greater than anybody else's fire and trial, who do you think they're going to come to? They're not going to go to the secular, because the secular doesn't have the answer. They're going to go to the apostle, that person, that woman, that man of God that has been living that righteous life, that has been in the word, and they're going to go to that person to get the answer. And however that answer translates, they're coming to you. I want to take you to another scripture, more focusing on equipping the saints. That scripture had said, the purpose of the fivefold ministry, the purpose of God in us. Remember, he knew you at the foundation, he equipped you. So you have everything you need. Well, Pastor Rick, I'm praying for the gift of, you already, got, you already have it. You don't have to pray for. It. What you need to pray for is the activation of what is currently, what is there, what is present right now. Wow. Don't pray for more faith. You, don't, you can't pray for more faith. God gave you a measure, so you have enough to start off with. Okay, and if you're asking God to pray for faith, what you're saying is, okay, God, get me beyond all the all of, You had you get rid of all those fires and trials, and i now have so much faith. <laughs> That's not how faith works. Because faith is going to cause you. To expect a result. Faith is going to cause you, you're gonna to have to go through adversity, and faith will arise from that place. When you're an apostle, you know that. You know that. Nobody wants to go on the fire. Yeah, I don't want to go to the fire. I don't like the fire. Been burned many times. I don't want, I don't like that place. But you know what? You gotta walk through that place. And when you walk through that place, when you come out, you're entirely different. And you look back and you say, never thought I could go through that thing. But God's saying, there is a, there's a mantle upon you. There is a calling upon your life to be different than anybody else that is also called. I love them too. They're anointed too. They have the resources too. They're gifted also. I love them also. But you're the one that's answering the call. Ephesians chapter, uh, let's go to Romans 14, 19. Equipping the saints. And the word of God says this uh, in, in the uh, Amplified. So then, let us pursue with enthusiasm, i probably got to stop right there for just a little moment. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're pursuing something for the kingdom of God, it's not always with a lot of hoopla, a lot of excitement. We got to go, oh boy, I got to go to church. Yeah. <laughs> you're laying in bed, it's nice and toasty, and it's cozy, and you hear the little driplets of water outside. Slippers are a little too far away, that floor is freezing cold. <laughs> so you start thinking, of, well, maybe I can watch Pastor Eric later on. Maybe I can no, it's with enthusiasm. Enthusiasm means that if you knew you were going to get a brand new shiny red Corvette the next morning, you probably would not have slept all night long. That's the enthusiasm. The kind of the enthusiasm when you're a kid and you know you're going to Disneyland the next day because the parents slipped it up. You don't sleep at all. Where did we lose the enthusiasm for God for the gospel? Where did we lose the enthusiasm? But as an apostle, you've never lost the enthusiasm. There may be things falling around you. They're falling apart all around you. That's okay. I'm so excited about the Word of God. I don't care what I'm going through. I don't care what my body is telling me. I don't care about anything else. Yes. I'm just excited about what God's speaking to me yes. so enthusiastically. Yes. And he says, the things which make for peace and the building up of one another. If I'm not enthusiastic, I can't build you up. That's right. <laughs> I need somebody to build me up. Is there anybody? That, no, there's. Nobody there. Well, there is. But but I we have to be enthusiastic so that if we pour into each other, imagine the exponential result. Imagine how the marketplace will shift. Imagine what the secular will say about the Christian mind. Imagine what they would say if they saw the body of Christ. Unified on specific things, and you know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to mention it. There's a lot of things out there right now. There they are, all over Facebook. They're all over uh, the social media and on the on the news and stuff. There's some bullet points that are <laughs> devil. There's demonic stuff. But imagine the body of Christ. All the apostles came together. Those that were representatives, messengers sent by God to speak the gospel under the four corners. Imagine if everybody got up off their Christian couches and went to that place and made a sound. Imagine what would happen. I'm not posting it on Facebook. We're only my nice friends that think just like me. No. The people that, you know, those things, you go out there and you, you go to the town square or you, you go to that place. Oh, we all have those places, those platforms where we can take the trumpet that God gave you. You each have a trumpet. Pastor it I don't know that trumpet. Yeah, you do. It's right there. You each have a trumpet. You don't need to know how to play it because you already know how to play it. We just don't pick it up because it might be I might lose a friend. I might, I might, I might have some bad comments. Well, God gave me a finger and he gave me the delete button. <laughs> I don't care if you agree with me or not. It's the gospel. If, if all we speak is what God's heart is, as the apostle, when you go into the marketplace, the marketplace will shift. We're always talking about shifts. So there's, there's a shift. God's given us a shift. There's a new shift. A shift. God's given me a new place to stand. I'm shifting to a new place. I got promotion. You don't get promotion unless you've been in a place. In other words, sometimes before you can be promoted, you have to be demoted. And demoted sometimes means you're going to lose some stuff. And then when you get promoted, you look back into that place and you say, I remember when that ain't happening again. Now I'm going to be... Live a life of... I'm going to be noise. I'm going to to be a trumpet. I'm going to go into that place. I, I know my friends. They're not going to like me. Who cares? They didn't like Jesus. They hated him first. He already knows what you're going through. Oh, Pastor, they said these horrible things about me. So what? Before they said it to you, they said it about him. But the marketplace apostle possesses a strong desire for the gospel. Because remember, we're talking the righteous. The righteous possess a strong desire. For the gospel to be spread, so that they will train up and that they will maximize the business impact that that person will have in the world. So that way, when when it comes time for 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 the gospel to be heard or for somebody to, be, they're already set. They they know how you think. You have been faithful. God is a faithful God. want to just take you to one other scripture. Talk about the apostolic mantle, the 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 business, the marketplace apostles' mantle. 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 13 and 15, I'm just going to read that, that little portion there. We're talking about Elijah. He picked up the mantle of Elijah that fell off of him, and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. He took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and struck the waters and said, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he too had struck the waters, they divided, this way and that and Elisha crossed over. And when the sons of the prophets who were watching opposite at Jericho saw him, they said this, the spirit of Elijah rests upon him, and they came to meet him, and bowed down to the ground before him in respect. The apostolic mantle, that covering, I'm I'm not talking ministerially, I'm not talking denominations, I am talking spiritual. I'm talking breaking down the walls of denomination recognition. I'm talking about what God has placed upon you so that you could be successful, so that you will be, uh, accomplish it. You can't do this on your own. You can't do it by yourself. You need to be covered. God is ultimately, the blood of Jesus is ultimately your spiritual covering, but the marketplace apostles carry a weighted responsibility. In other words, it is not an easy job to be a minister of the God. Well, I I just, you know, I go to the street corner and I pray. But that's not all you're called to do. We have to think bigger, think larger, step back, look at the ground God has given you to cover. You have a globe to cover. It's not the street corner any longer. That was a stepping stone. Every apostle had a stepping stone. But now you got to think, you know what? This is too small of an arena. I've got to think a bigger arena now. The the company, the materials that God has given me to manage, the world needs to hear it. So now this mantle that is upon me, this spiritual authorization to speak, Uh, uh, on behalf of God is not something that you take lightly. It's a big responsibility, and you have to hold it. If the Word of God says it, then speak what the Word of God says. But if the Word of God doesn't say it, you're going to have to shut your mouth and look and listen and wait for the Holy Spirit. The marketplace apostle is transformed by the will of God, and they take the will of God in their life, and they transform it into productivity, into profit. It's not a, it's not a profitability. God, if, if God wants you to be successful, then there is profit involved. In other words, God is giving because He can trust you. He started off with a little bit, remember, and now He's He's your property. Meaning, what you have, He knows your heart, and you're going to release it into the marketplace so that the kingdom of God can expand. Psalm 57, verse two says this: "I will cry to God Most High." who accomplishes all things on my behalf. Or in other words, in the Amplified, for he completes my purpose in his plan. Normally we hear it's his purpose and his plan. The plan of God is for me. He wants me, or the purpose, he wants me to complete my purpose. You have a purpose. It's an apostolic purpose. It is the purpose to take the gospel of Jesus Christ into the world and take it into your local platform and to release that. And when you release it, you are completing His plan. Remember, you said you didn't know? I don't know, Pastor Ray. What am I supposed to do? What's His plan for my life? There it is. His plan for your life is for you. To complete what He has called you to complete. In other words, that apostolic calling must go forward. It cannot stop. Don't be embarrassed. Don't let your parents tell you something. Don't let your neighbors say something. Don't let your co-worker, you know, that person on the other side of the cubicle that only has weird things to say about you. Don't worry about that. God's got that. He's got your back. God's got you surrounded. He's got you covered. He goes before you. In fact, He was standing there before you even got up there to get into the office. Don't worry about that. Don't 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 be silenced by the liar and the deceiver. Just know that God is with you. The marketplace apostle. Now.